Okay. Unda para yachin. Go to the end to the she. Back to the kyung to the chu. And we have a special guest. Yes. Our very Hello. special, our very own Blake Burton. He is the yes. man behind the magic that goes on with in the our baby podcast. face. Oh. <laughs> man with the baby face. I try to shave. I don't have a lot of facial hair. So <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Blake, will you tell us how we decided to come up with this episode? <laughs> You guys walked in like what two weeks ago, and I was yeah. like, "Do you have something you want to tell me?" And I was <laughs> we like, said, "Happy Black History Month!" Why did we? Why did? Why did that come up? We were talking about something. I said, "Oh, yeah. I said, oh, we should be doing something for Black oh, History Month." And oh, then, oh. Yeah. and then Blake was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Blake History Month. Blake, Blake History. Blake History Month. Month. Oh my god, that's so good. That. Yeah. Blake yeah. History Month. Wow. Oh my god, that's that's the name. He even just came up with the episode title. Perfect. Perfect. You are amazing. Thank Blake, you. tell Thank us, um, how old are you? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Even younger than I don't know why we thought you were twenty-six. I had 26 in my mind. I think because Kimmy's 26. Okay. We just recently okay. had a 26-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, but I, I actually do remember thinking, mm -hmm. wow, Blake's really young. So mm -hmm. I was thinking 22, but you recently turned 23. November. Yeah. So just so kidding, recently, just a, few, a, few <laughs> a few months ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know him so well. Um, but Blake, I mean, at 23, you're a business owner. You own I'm trying to be. <laughs> yeah, NAS Studio, where we record all yes. of our podcasts. And um, I get a lot of questions from people who listen to the podcast. Oh. Like, where do you guys do it? Where do you guys go to record? You know, and we always, I always explain to them, we found this studio. Well, Ellen, you found um, the first studio where we were recording, right. which is where Blake um, was our sound engineer, yeah. um, helping us with video and audio. And when he opened this space, it was kind of a no brainer for us to, yeah. because from um, day one, yeah. when we started doing this, it was with Blake. Mm -hmm. yeah, and yeah. so when Blake mm -hmm. said, I'm spreading my wings, uh, then we, we said, Oh, we have to go to that yeah. because w yeah, we, we needed that you know, we had a thing going. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, and I, th I thank you for that. Also, you guys <laughs> are like, uh, you need you need somewhere to like you know start your ground. Yeah, ground, so. well, it's mutually beneficial and um, yeah, and we're so grateful for you too. And we wanted to support you. It, yeah, Thank absolutely. You. Young yeah. entrepreneur for mm -hmm. sure. Which reminds me, happy Black that's Woo! the good stuff. That's the good yeah. shit, Blake. I brought the good shit. Yeah, don't okay. open it for any, <laughs> any, any client. That's oh Blake for Blake History Month champagne bottle. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> that's youth right there. Yeah. Oh, I love, I miss, I miss, I don't even know what the fuck I was doing at 23. What were you doing at 23? I was in school. Oh, I was yeah. In, yeah. Yeah, I was still a student. I, I think yeah. I was trying to work. Um just like hustling, mm -hmm. which is what you're doing. Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of hustling. And you were just telling me a lot of things that you're learning. It's tax season <laughs> oh and God. you're Ew, a business owner tax now. Tax season is the worst. Yeah. yeah. So. We get that. We understand that. Um, I am so excited to kind of, to get to know you better because yes. you're always yeah. behind the red curtain. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. we'll allude to you, right? Literally when we hear I'm in snicker. front of a red curtain now. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And if you ever hear, ha <laughs> That's Blake from <laughs> laughing at us from behind the red curtains. But, you know, I do know intimate things about you, Blake. Oh. That, like, you don't have a micro penis. 
No. <laughs> I'm blessed. So the reason I even brought we that up. We take your word for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we we actually yeah. had a conversation <laughs> with Blake about micro penises because I didn't even know that was a thing. Neither did I. And we learned from you what a yeah. micro penis was. Because my guest, Kevin Leonardo. He has, yeah. He has, well, I, think, I think he, I guess that counts as. Yeah. What? I think he, his penis counts as a micro penis. So well, that's what, yeah, that was yeah. what the whole, and we had no idea. <laughs> Self-described. Yeah. And, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought it was like, like a state. Of being, I didn't know that it was like a thing. So I was uh-huh. like, "Oh, so do you have?" I, 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 I met the, and Blake literally jumped out of me. He's like, "What? No!" I was like, "No, no, no! I didn't mean it as an offense. Like, I just meant like, is it a state of being of a penis and not like, but it's a continue. Yeah, it's, it's like a what thing. you get. <laughs> it, it was God. And you literally like, I thought you were gonna like leap through the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, what the fuck is this? No. So, th- so we we learned that about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we know you are very blessed, <laughs> and so. you get some very interesting. You you host your own podcast. Yes. And um, you have some very interesting guests. Yes. On. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, what has that journey been like? Um. Well, I looked at my uh, payment history last <laughs> last year, and uh, there's been a lot of like joy, but not a lot of money <laughs> up until. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Up until this year. But I yeah. also am someone, I don't know if it's um, like stubborn, but I didn't want to really get any other job except focus on media. Mm. So ah. it's been a journey of not making a lot of money, but getting yeah. like cool sponsorships. Like yeah. last year, like, I had a sponsorship where I was in a house for like a whole year and I didn't have to pay for it. So like, you know, I was able to like live without realizing I didn't make a lot of money last yeah. year, yeah. you know, but besides the payment aspect, I've been doing it for like four years now. Wow. Um, I do like a, some type of anniversary show each year. It's usually yeah. like a live thing. And I've interviewed over like 400 people. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. I started doing podcasts, um, in like my friend's house. So oh. <laughs> I literally started from like the very basic, like yeah. just plug a microphone into a computer. Yeah. yeah. Having like random people come over to a house. Yeah. yeah. Then, um. There's a studio I manage. I met the owner like when I was 19. Then I started recording there. Uh-huh. Then COVID hit, and then I did Zoom interviews. But I was also worked. I also worked at um, Move in 92.5. So like I had like radio esque uh, experience. Yeah. So like I would record there, but then I had to pay for that. It right. was like 50 bucks an hour, which wasn't bad honestly. Wow. But like at like 18, that's kind of a that's lot of. That's wild. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, but what got you into that? Into media? I was a class clown uh-huh. in school. And like, That's as how I we all start. as I've grown to learn, it might have been like a coping mechanism a little bit, mm. you know. At a very strict household, so I kind of got all my talking out in school, which was not the best choice. Mm. But with that, um, I don't know. I kind of I moved out of my house when I was eighteen, while I was still in high school, and I had like four months to decide what I wanted to do with my life, mm-hmm. and I decided to focus on radio because I was in a wow. radio class. I actually, had yeah. my radio teacher. As a guest, I think like a month ago here. Oh, so wow. that was kind of like a full oh circle. Oh Were yeah. they so proud? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and he was a famous, kind of famous radio uh-huh. host in Seattle. Who was like, do you know who Bob Rivers is? By any I don't chance? know my Seattle media. I mean, oh, I yeah, have no a background worries. in what in station? local media, but not in Seattle. Oh, frick, I forget. Oh, okay. I, I did public all this radio research. or it was public radio. Okay, yeah. Um, it was a popular show, and mm-hmm. he, but my my teacher was like third mic on it. 
Oh, um, okay. that's great. But yeah, I did all this research and I forget what station <laughs> it was. That's all or right. You got a lot going something? on <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in your mind about how to keep it going. And so you went 100%. to school. Yeah, and for then radio. I. Well, I took a radio class when okay. I was a senior, uh-huh. and then I interviewed um, the ninety-two point five radio ho- radio hosts, and then I got a job there like two weeks later while still in high school. Wow! And you loved it. Yeah. What is it that you love? Hmm. Talking. I like talking a yeah. lot. But I've also learned the more I've interviewed people, it hasn't really given me a voice myself. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to still learn my opinions on things. Yeah. So it's kind of been an interesting journey of more getting to hear other people's perspectives. Uh-huh. And I- the hope is to get more perspective about myself. Yeah. But um that's a really wise uh take. At fr- this at age, this at twenty I don't <laughs> think I hit that until I was 10 years older than you so like 33 when and it was during covid it was 2020 it was right after the murder of george floyd and we had you know i was a local reporter in detroit and flint and upstate new york Mm -hmm. so you know police shootings were i was no stranger to them but i think the lens in which i looked at them and you know i kind of knew from a news perspective how the cycle would go Mm -hmm. it's like the outrage the protests the vigils and then is there any real change and it was the first time um by 2020 i was um a stay-at-home mom we were all like on pandemic lockdown i had been out of news for several years and that probably was the first time i was confronting um what do I feel about it? I right. felt I was never allowed to really lean into that because I had to be so neutral. Mm-hmm. Even if I had initial feelings, like this is fucked up, you know? Mm. And right. I feel like I just buried that mm-hmm. for um, to show all the sides. And that all of that came crumbling for me in 2020. And I started thinking about oh, my black colleagues and friends that I worked with. And what were they thinking when we were covering these events? Mm -hmm. Um, They probably had so much thought, but I I didn't ask them, right? right? So that's when I started having those conversations and asking them, um, hey, I apologize if I, you know, if, if I never checked in with you about us covering those things or, you know, it will, even when we were living and seeing it wow. um, in our own communities that I didn't um, think about those extra layers. Right. Because I was just thinking from like a journalist's perspective. Right. And now I think, you know, now, now we are um, finding our voices. Yeah. And so I, really resonate with you when you say yeah, yeah, yeah. that this has been a journey where you're realizing, oh, um, what do I actually think about things? Because yeah. I'm listening and hosting oth- a lot of other mm. people. I have yeah. a question about, so you were talking about like connecting with black people. Yeah. What about like a lot of Asian hate was going on during that time Absolutely. too. So do you feel like people are actually checking in with you? Because I always wonder, because I've yeah. interviewed so many people and I feel like it's easy to get guests because at the end of the day, people want to talk about themselves. Yeah. So I'm still even trying to figure out if I like people and if people actually really mm. genuinely care about what others think or feel. Right, right. But I, I like, I'm an optimistic guy, yeah. but like, I don't know. Like, do you really, f- do you feel like you got that like sh- same assurance that you felt like you wanted to give people? That's a good question. I, w- I felt hurt. Yeah. Mm. I felt 
I, uh, particularly because I live in a white neighborhood, like in the woods, deep, yeah, yeah. like not rich white, like country white. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they just, you know, had no idea mm-hmm. that was even in the news. Like, remember the Atlanta shooting where six, mm-hmm. I believe, or eight Asian women died yeah. from, and, and it was like, I was so heartbroken because those look like like my aunties and my um you know mom's friends like and I was crying I was upset and and people were in their bubble they knew, didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't yeah know. immediately we knew what that was yeah um just I remember uh more than any other yes we did hear earlier in the pandemic like the the freak attacks, yeah. right, um, of elderly being um, punched in on the sidewalk yeah. and stuff. And I remember being scared yeah. for my parents and telling them, I, I got my mom like a little alarm thing where you pull mm. it and because and I knew they went on their nightly walks during yeah. COVID. I said, Dang. please just always go together and just be alert. Um, I did have a few people check in with me, but I think I still felt detached because it wasn't happening to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think yeah. I, so, well, I think maybe, so there was a comedian guy in Seattle that I, when I started, I had seen him a couple times, but I think he was already on his way of wrapping it up or something. And I hadn't seen him in a long time. And all of a sudden he made a Facebook post. Like, I know a lot of people have been asking where I've been and, um, I was hospitalized. It was in Seattle. And oh. someone hit him with a brick or something. Yeah. Oh my god! And he was like, "Yeah, I was." Um, and it was it was Agent Hay. Mm. Like you, ate, he like ignored them, and mm-hmm. then they escalated. And he was like, "Yeah, I was bleeding on the sidewalk." Mm. Um, and by the grace of strangers, I live uh-huh. to tell the story. Um, but yeah, check in on your people. And I'm like, "Whoa!" Mm. I think that really made me. Um, and then another Seattle friend told me that someone hit them while they were on the street, mm. and um, they just, they were so shocked, mm-hmm. they didn't react. Um, so I realized more and more how close these things were happening. And I yeah. think what happened was um, I was stunned, because yeah. those events brought gave permission to so many people to just be overt about it. Right. I think a lot of the racism towards Asian Americans was very... Um, subtle like below the surface yeah it was like in you know it's, it's a lot in a lot of microaggressions mm-hmm. but when that became actual um like physical aggressions that was uh very um shocking to me mm-hmm. because uh for whatever reason i mean so i will say probably growing up in the american public education system that to me was a thing of the past mm-hmm. yeah so far ago like 1850s right Mm -hmm. um or we're sold that right like it doesn't exist yeah and Mm -hmm. i knew like my mom experienced it my uncles experienced it like in the 1970s when they were growing up in la and they were immigrants but those were again stories of the past so what was shocking to me was when i realized i'm i'm raising asian kids that look asian and um uh they are gonna have to confront this at some point and so um yeah, I think it was a very, just a sobering time. And what happened, I think for me, it was like just an awakening for um, so many other groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and feeling um, like the need for um, solidarity, maybe maybe for the first time, like consciously in my life, you know, because mm-hmm. it it always I think before then it seemed like these different things. Yeah, like there was anti Asian hate. There was, um, you know, anti blackness and like you know anti LGBTQ, but it somehow it's like it all came together. Yeah, right? yeah kind of like yeah. a. Yeah, it escalated mm-hmm. and it kind of blew up. I I will say I felt like it brought me closer to the black community because mm-hmm. nobody understands those kind of um, struggles. Yeah. I feel like it was mo- it was my black friends that really understood mm-hmm. how, where this was coming from, the anger, the the shock, the but also like not shocked, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a way it it's yeah how 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 do you feel living in seattle <laughs> that's a great question because i had a black i have a um i don't know if you knew him carlos who was in a lot of these um seattle cut videos and huh. he got but he moved to arizona he's like i'm I don't fuck with Seattle anymore. <laughs> but like, is it better in Arizona? That's what I said. I was like, bitch, that you moved not to Arizona, though. Would, like, no. he's like, oh, no. but the, the, the interesting thing he said was, you know what? Arizona's overt. Mm. Like, you know, like, yeah. you know exactly. You can, mm. nobody's going to, whereas Seattle is covert. Which you is know? a little bit more sinister. It can feel. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've lived in Seattle all your life? Yeah. I was lucky. I grew up on Mercer Island, so I was definitely. No, like, that's right. He grew up richer than us. No, no, no. <laughs> it was all. A, it was a thing. My family like each had like multiple jobs. It was a whole thing. Uh, but it was like a good school experience. Yeah, I was definitely like tokenized for sure. Yeah, but like since graduating from Mercer Island and everything, like figuring out what it means to be a black Blake in Seattle is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I'm a black business owner, but what does that actually mean? Yeah, you know. And yeah. but I definitely feel that. I've gotten this opportunity. I, I obviously applied to be part of Seattle Restored, which is the people who gave me a grant to open this space. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I think it definitely did matter a little bit that I was black, you know? So, oh, like, I think Seattle absolutely. is doing what they can to, like, support mm-hmm. communities. So, but then at the same time, it feels weird that you have to get that support in the first place. Why are we right. Yeah. Like, the e- equal playing fields. But I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what it means to be. Like, all my friends yeah. are different races. I've never uh-huh. really thought about it too much, but... Um, definitely matters for sure so yeah that's a great point because you know you you start wondering at what point do you come into that consciousness yeah because my kids don't even really truly have an idea so is it like it it is a social construct right and what i'm wondering when that will kind of shatter for you know what you know, mm-hmm. it's so easy for them. It's it. They're getting all the the Black History education, and I wish I could be there, e- you know, every day, kind of fly on the wall. Yeah. But it seems that it hasn't really changed that much from when I was attending school. They're learning about the same people, right. and I want to mm-hmm. know: Are you learning about current things? current you know current events Mm. right because it's always the the same people the same civil rights leaders that they're learning about and it's like so much in the past again right and it's like no we're not we're not beyond this it's not we're not post you know racism and all these issues it's um 
you guys are the next generation. So I feel the conversation has to kind of be a little bit more forward and confronting the realities. Mm -hmm. But even in Seattle, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were diverse with our foods, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Like that gives people a place to like connect with each other, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my kids are fine bringing. They yeah. like having that's Korean a huge food. They like sharing, right? Yeah. They like sharing their food, and um, yeah, I told my kids, you know, when I was, I told them the other day they were eating like the little mirchi, like anchovies. Yeah, I said I wasn't allowed to bring that at school because people were, um, they would like pinch fish their noses for lunch, and say yeah. gross, and then, yeah. you know. And Bennett's like, oh, well, they just don't have, they're missing out. They That's don't have the Korean a... taste bud. So yeah. even the way he justifies that is different from, mm. like, I was, wow. like, more, like, shame. That's true, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, is that icky? Gross? Like, how come, how come my parents didn't mm. think about that yeah. before packing that in my lunch, you yeah. know? I think hard-boiled yeah. eggs are still a no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, my kid likes rice with, egg but it's with bacon yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever like I think that smells less like a yeah, hard yeah, yeah, egg yeah, yeah, yeah. has that sulfur not, not yeah. just opening up the hard boiled yeah. egg yeah 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 um, how do you <laughs> feel about Black History Month <laughs> no that's a good uh, like my f- some of my white friends will be like why is there not a white history oh, month oh shut <laughs> up Blake so I'm like wait a minute your friends yeah that are my age they're like I'm Blake. like it's, I'm like it's white history year for you guys. Blake, <laughs> how can you be friends with people like this? A lot of people are ignorant. I know, but You're, oh my god, how do you put up with that though? You just try to, you know, teach them. But it's you not can. your job. It's twenty fucking twenty four. If you're your, if they're your friends, you know, and if it's not <gasps> coming, from how do you a, separate not, that? If it's not coming from like a malicious, it's some um, it's people perspectives. So a lot of people are just ignorant. Yeah. But that's so fucking annoying. That's why I don't have faith in humanity. Oh, <laughs> no. But I'm trying to. But I've, I'm 400 people into interviews, and I'm still like, do I like people? So I, I don't. Feel. I don't know. Do you? Do you feel that way about us? What? Do I like these people? No, I like you guys. <laughs> I like you guys, yeah, and it's I not mean, just because you're paying me. I no, like. No, <laughs> I like okay, you guys. Okay, okay. Real talk. You're sitting in the curtain. You listen to every one of our fucking episodes. Yeah, I watch a lot of this stuff that yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, what the do you tell us? Did, tell yeah. us your true feelings. No, I think you guys <laughs> had a very, uh, a very um, good idea of what you guys wanted to talk about, mm. and I think that's ex- inspiring as a podcast because mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to. Yeah. You've done more show. than us, though. Yeah. How do you choose your guests? Mm-hmm. Comes down to maybe biases and if certain people like are reaching out via PR agents because I interview a lot of artists, so uh-huh. that's kind of easy to like track. Like, do these guys have good growth on their whatever uh-huh. or whatever? Are they? You're a lot more strategic. Yeah. How so? <laughs> well, He's you like guys tracking their growth and yeah. tracking oh. their careers. We're like, yeah. what's on our mind? But yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> like, you guys are able to do that. And you have a lot of life experience to share. I obviously, well, I'm four adult years old or something like that, right? So I don't have a lot of life. Four adults or years six. old. I love Am that. I six? Yeah. I'm a six adult year. No, yeah. I'm five adult years old. Because you're bad. counting from 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, what? Well, I don't have that crazy of uh-huh. life experience yet. So that's why I have to gain all this experience. You know before. what I found very interesting? That you were so fascinated, uh. fascinated by this Kevin Leonard. Was that was Kevin Leonardo. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. so interesting? Whenever you bring up his name, you're instantly <laughs> I mean, like I know laughing. Who is. Your energy goes. Just because of Blake. Yeah. <laughs> why does he intrigue you so oh much? I find gosh. it so like, ugh. I get such an ick from him. Because he's a total influencer, but it's his, that's who he is. Mm. He's just that, like, millennial influencer. That's your actual Is he a millennial? 
He's like 24. Is that a millennial? I would say or that's not millennial. That's a Gen, Gen Z. Z. My bad. Yeah. Gen Z. He's like just like the stereotypical oh, person like living in Oh, like the iconic, putting like, it all yeah. out there. Yeah. And to like, I He's don't like really a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. And like, I don't really know people that are actually genuinely like that. So it's inner. There's a lot of things we're gonna have disconnects about because mm-hmm. of that. But it's like humorous and like yeah you find I, whenever <laughs> his name comes up you laugh so hard yeah. like and, and he's just broken the youtube rules of uh-huh. like what you can post online i guess yeah. he i guess in a way he is uh, he's like a groundbreaker he's the martin luther king of micro ah! no <laughs> we cannot make that uh no we're not how, gonna how can you do this blake during black history month this is so but can I say, I feel oh the way, gosh. I wonder if you feel about Black History Month the way we feel about, Asian. like, Lunar New Year. Especially this oh, year. Oh, that kind of coincided. Yeah. I heard know, that it changed from Chinese New Year to Lunar New Year, and there's a whole conversation behind well, that or something. Yeah, because I think in the beginning, it was, um, what we grew up with was, was like, Chinese Chinese New Year. That, I never, was thinking that never bothered me AAPI as a Korean month. Asian American month. Sure, that too. But it, what it has, it has become is like a money grab yeah. for all these businesses. Where Target mm. is and like, oh, look, purchase our Black History Month products. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. And what gave, oh, I don't know if I can say this, but what, what gave me ick during Stop <laughs> Asian Hate was all these um, emails saying like, support an asian owned business and i'm like i mm. want to do that but yeah. on my own terms i yeah. don't want to monetize i'm not capitalizing yeah. on this moment yeah that's, um it feels gross it yeah, feels it, it feels, feels icky it feels yeah. icky and um yeah i mean i think last so every year it gets more but this year like the lunar new year stuff i'm like do you sell? Do you celebrate Lunar? I mean, we did when growing up, but um, we did New Year, New yeah. Day. We like did New Year, new year yeah. and then you know, sometime in February, you know, whenever Lunar the white New Year people us, are we would get together us again. It's Lunar New Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you feel that the white people are reminding you it's Black, Black History yeah, Month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what For I mean, sure. right? Like, there's some like cool Black History Month stuff happening. In yeah. Seattle, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, um, but also, there's a thing where like. Last year, like, I don't know if you know who Talib Kweli is. But yeah. Like, but he was in town last year and did, like, a free show. Like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah, down the street from my house. And I didn't know about it until I Ugh. heard the music. So I walked I, I walked towards the music, and I was like, what I the hell? I paid to see him, like, years <laughs> ago. Damn. But I like, didn't know that either. Things like that, I don't feel like. It's in your face that it's Black History Month, but I don't really hear about those things happening mm, until uh, it's, like, too late. Yeah. So, like, how much um, are you actually, like, sh- showcasing what's going on versus mm-hmm. just saying black history month. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I don't know. I'm surprised that you growing up in, um, growing up black in Mercer Island, East side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> weren't you just so fucking over it? Like I, growing up Asian on the East side, I've, I was over it. Hmm. Especially now that I hear that you, you were saying your family, your parents were, Three yeah. to four. Same. Yeah. I lived in Bellevue, but my parents, w- we were in the bottom of the hill, and all the rich kids were in the top of the hill, and they were working around the clock. Yeah. Um, so as a poor, you know what's worse than just <laughs> being poor and, you know, with your poor people? Yeah. Poor amongst rich people. 100%. That's That makes it, like, extra mm. in your face. Mm. Yeah. Do, don't you resent, 
like I don't know. I had a really strange childhood, and my dad was very like on the side of all these white people are out to get you, and then mm. like having white friends or like mm. white teachers and etc. So I didn't really know what to really focus on or yeah. believe. Yeah, right. you seem very chill though about like your yeah. the fact that you 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 know, have friends that are like what about what I that would piss me the fuck off. Well, like, my friends that are asking that are also like religious, and I are I'm already like probably brainwashed in some way. No offense, people that are religious. Yeah, are like, they Mormons? No, like I have friends that are like Catholic oh, or whatever, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. you know this. this no offense sh- to Mormons. Yeah, but like the well, shit I that some religions believe, I'm like it's not. Or like his my one of my friends' brother who's like more religious than him even. Don't you want to tell them like you know Jesus is black though, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you dead. know this makes but. It makes sense because you're a podcast host, mm. and as a host, you have to um, decenter yourself. Yeah, right. There's and a lot of battles I decide not yeah. to really care about or fight. Oh, I see. Oh, I need to do that. I need to <laughs> learn from you, Blake. <laughs> I fight I too many battles. I get too irritated. I don't. I want to be not irritated. But it's your opinionated. I, you I want to get more opinionated. <laughs> get less opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> you need a little bit of me. Yeah. Yeah, I need a little I bit of you. He needs to find a co-host that's like a foil. <laughs> oh. like, you know, just like she's my, Ellen is my foil. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm. Um, that's really interesting. Were there, you know, once you started to pursue your career mm-hmm. um, and live in Seattle, were there fundamental like shifts in your brain about kind of mm-hmm. like recognizing when it comes to, you know, your identity and like you know yeah like one thing that's super simple and silly is like age like seattle's not really like a young person town mm. to a certain extent yeah so like me trying to like interview people or go to clubs or bars and being denied or even if i got like a written yes by a manager or whatever and still not being allowed in or still like wait you're 23 though yeah but when i, st- I started when i was like 18 oh. so like Actually, like realizing how imp- apparent age is, and mm. I still like I'm 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 going de- I'm DJing a a bar tonight, and like two weeks ago when I was DJing at a club, they asked me if I was old enough to be in. The wow. <laughs> the, yeah, so age is always going to be a thing no matter yeah. what. I have a baby face, but yeah. like um, and I'm all like baby face Blake. But yeah, I Sorry. definitely still I definitely get when I'm in certain like meetings with people. People will say like I speak fluent as a black person or whatever, <gasps> you know. I get that yeah. because um, like I don't drop the n bomb all the time, but so that might be it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How do you take it so lightly? Because people are ignorant. You know what I mean. So like you, you're, you're gonna get you mad at an ignorant person. Lens, you don't expect much. Yeah. Your expectations. But are like we li- Google is free. It's uh, uh, yeah. I don't you know what it, yes ignorance. But I'm mm-hmm. having trouble with like Google is free. Digital um, search is at your fingertips. You can literally know anything if you fucking want to. I mean, not know anything. Because of echo chambers, that's why. Mm-hmm. So, like, you believe I guess you I'm believe. always, like, searching. I always feel like <coughs> I'm not, I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, I need to know what's the discussion here. But it's crazy how ma- much people think they know things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their truth is just what they well, see. Well, I think it's the echo chamber, for sure. It's yeah. like the more that you, like, it will feed you what you, the algorithm, when I say it, the algorithm on any kind of platform will feed you what you want to see I and know. what you believe. And that's why it's so hard to come out of that. That's why it's so important to have, <laughs> like, real life 
conversations and real life interactions. But I would get people like that all the time too when I worked in news. Like, Mm -hmm. you're foreign, but your English is perfect. (laughs) And, you know, it would be like in front of my bosses. Yeah. And they're stunned, and I'm caught off guard. I do, you know, and it would do like the polite chuckle. Yeah. And it wasn't until years later that I'm like, I wish I said stuff mm. at at that time. Yeah. You know? But then always it's like the the onus is on you. Like, mm, how could I have said that mm-hmm. so as not to offend, mm-hmm. and you know, not to look like the jerk myself. You know, when yeah. they were saying something, when you know, it's always like, what? That's a compliment. I want to, you know, like, why are you yeah. offended by, by yeah. I want to interview you when you're 41 Yeah, because maybe I'm just sick of it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's different. It's like, he's, yeah. You're Cause so, maybe when I was younger, young I was still. more. Yeah. And like, yeah. you're still like, it, it, I mean, it's not new to you, but mm. it's like you, I think because you're young, you're like, Oh, I'm young too. And I don't know a lot of things, but mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm at a point where I'm like, Bitch, you should know by now. <laughs> like, if you don't got it figured out now. So there's a Korean saying is, like, when, when somebody, you know, they, they're, like, acting too ig- ignorant or whatever, it's like, yeah. family education, w- mm. they didn't get a good family education. Mm. That's what we say, yeah. like, as Koreans. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. After sure, a certain point. You can be yeah. ignorant, yeah. right? But part of your formation is yeah. like who who was there who was responsible for it yeah in this digital age you know like i get <laughs> so curious i'm always thinking i'm wrong hmm. so i'm always googling she's like oh hmm. did i say this wrong you know it's like the most i think it's all about perspective but that's rare to yeah. think you're wrong hmm. yeah so you're gonna i'm check finding yourself. that out yeah you're gonna check yourself so i always think i'm wrong rare. yeah i had a little like i had a lady the other day who was like oh you know the bus was early and i was like Oh, actually, the bus was not. I know this for a fact because I looked at the time mm-hmm. when the bus came, and it was, like, right on time. And this mm-hmm. person was like, no, it was early. I was like, I, I I, happened to look at the time when my kid got on the bus. I know for a fact yeah. that it was not. Mm-hmm. Well, I my kid left earlier and didn't get on the bus because your kid was late. <laughs> and but But they were so aware mm-hmm. as in for their tr- their yeah. version of truth right. i was like no there's your version of truth and then yeah. there's reality yeah. yeah and i that kind of that that scares me because I, the mm-hmm. only reason i was able to factually tell her she was wrong mm-hmm. was because i looked at the clock mm. uh-huh. and the exact time if i didn't if that didn't happen i would have believed her yeah but i'm like how can you be so sure yeah I when I had a when I had a friend <laughs> sing um we had a sing off at the karaoke party yeah yeah and it was the listen song by Beyonce my friend's like oh Beyonce didn't sing that Jennifer Hudson sang that I'm like oh my god have I been saying it wrong all yeah. this time I was pretty sure I could see Beyonce yeah. singing the song yeah. I was like how the fuck did I fuck this up uh-huh. and I go check it I'm like I fucking knew this but I doubted myself yeah mm. yeah. And my friend that happens to say this is, like, really good on sure. music. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was just shocked that she was so sure. Uh-huh. And then I, even though I could see Beyonce singing the song in the music video, yeah. uh-huh. I doubted myself. Yeah. But people are so quick to think that they're right. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm always like, I better fact check me. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. always afraid of being wrong. Mm-hmm. What's worse? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You're not the worst one. No. No. I guarantee. Yeah. yeah, because even if you're right and even if you're wrong, you'll learn, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I feel like it's better to be wrong and then to like 
or own it. Own yeah. it. Yeah. I'm more afraid to be right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so fucking sad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Did I say that out loud? I don't. Is that a confidence thing or just a mixture of wanting to know more information or what? Well, I, don't know. I think it's also, uh, you know, I was talking to someone. I don't know if you saw all this drama that's unfolding with um, Monique and um, her going on Club Shay Shay. I know who Monique is, though, but. What about the whole Cat Williams thing? I've I've decided not to watch that interview because it's so like Why? supposedly popular. I'm just like he's You're just gonna anti-popular say anti-popular stuff. No, <laughs> I I try. I want to interview celebrities or whatever, but like usually when it's super popular, it's not really you can interesting p- to you. Mm. you. You're just gonna you're gonna tell he's just gonna do some hot takes, and then people who don't even know who Cat Williams is is gonna be like, oh my gosh, this guy is crazy, and they're pretty basic takes from my understanding. It's just like no one said it on a podcast. Right. So it's not really as entertaining as people think it is, in my yeah. opinion, mm-hmm. and from what I, what I understand. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, did anyone watch his last special? Like, let's talk about <laughs> I don't. He dropped I've a special like... I thought Cat Williams was funny. Yeah, but, yeah, like, but it's literally just because he was the vessel to, like, say some Yes, hot, absolutely. Hot. Like, if anyone else said it, they would probably get the same. Yeah. So Monique is riding mm. on that. And okay. then bringing her wave of like, because she was blacklisted from Hollywood, and she's been saying, but now it's popular to say mm. it, right? Yeah. When she said it, it yeah. wasn't popular. Mm. So, but sadly, then um, there's this whole thing with her son, and it's just like become like a hot mess situation. But I'm surprised <laughs> that you aren't as invested. No. So and I mean, you do have your. He does have your like his own opinions and you know yeah we just found it i guess that's an opinion yeah yeah Yeah. that was a very strong opinion (laughs) i guess i guess so (laughs) see you're coming out on our not uh the closet (laughs) i don't want you to be offended after the micro penis comment like the things that i take no but i guess but you are. Yeah. You, you, you're very you mindful. A, yeah. Intentional about yeah. like, who I'm you have on, what you be. talk about. Yeah. yeah. I've always felt you are. I've always felt that you had. I mean, you wouldn't be able to do a podcast for so long if you didn't have a vision for it, right? I think Unless so. you're stubborn or something, right? Let's go back. That's goes, that goes back to me mm. maybe just being stubborn and just like mm. throwing stuff at the wall. Who knows? Do you worry that, like you said, you're stubborn and you chose to stick with media that you jumped in too quick. That's what my grandma says. Oh. But, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm 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 already like. What does she say? That I should get a normal job. Uh, maybe join the Air Force. Great. Do you have? Does my boyfriend was in the Air Force when he was mm-hmm. like sixty years ago. So why aren't you in the? Uh, you know. What I mean? And yeah. does that? How does that? Does that? Does that hit your I'd nerves a, a little bit? I had to have a conversation with my grandma. To like, I'm not going to visit you if you bring up. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Found your voice. I ghosted her for a little bit. Oh, and then I was like, goodness. this is why I'm not. Yeah. And then we, we made up and we're good now. Go so. You know what? Well, if you do have, because I do remember having those doubts. Mm-hmm. Um, I went hardcore with uh, photography. Mm-hmm. And I went to school for photography, art history. I was so sure this is exactly what I did the whole thing. And the only way you can, you're doing exactly the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had, you have, you don't know. Yeah. And o- the only way you know is to actually follow through. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. I so feel yeah. like I'm hitting some milestones. Like I'm in my own yeah, space. Now, yeah, so absolutely. That's, that's something. Yeah. And no, it's, so. be- it's more than something. Mm-hmm. And the only way 
um, to actually know it is to live it, breathe it, and do it. And that's exactly what you're mm-hmm. doing. So yeah. if you ever have one of those dates that, days that you have doubts, just know that you are actually doing it. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. all it matters. Ew, yeah. I, find, I sound like one of those old people. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Don't listen to me. I'm what do you have, I guess, on your vision board? I mean, what yeah. what is your vision for um, – your business yeah like the year the year ahead five years ahead i want to be like a staple of like a podcast studio mm-hmm. where like if a, t- if a comic or someone's coming into town mm-hmm. they know they can record with me yeah i want to be like the breakfast club a little bit too where a lot of people want to wow. come here for like press tours or whatever yeah um and i'm doing that slowly but mm-hmm. surely but like i've gotten a lot more yeses than nos as of late that's cool. but, that's great um, that's the big thing. Yeah, I just yeah. need to. I just want to be more of a staple. Uh huh. And because um, right now, which I think I don't think I'll ever stop. But right now, I'm the one who's kind of like pursuing everything, mm-hmm. and then getting the yeses or nos versus people reaching out to me and giving me. Mm. Yeah, you want the dynamic change. Yes, yeah. and that comes with having more like, I don't know if impacts the right word or just presence. Mm-hmm. I guess because mm-hmm. even with my interviews, it's not that. I'd give a good interview, but a lot of the times people are coming to see my big guest. Uh, so trying to yeah. figure out how I could be more of a personality, which will in turn make it more of a reason to want for people to want to work with mm-hmm. me and et cetera. Yeah. Know? Like we we're coming to see Blake. We're going to, you know, mm-hmm. give an interview to Blake. Like that like, um, hot wing guy, right? The one that interviews you while right. you're eating hot wings. Right. He's like become a household name. Yeah. Didn't he just start that on YouTube? I have no idea if it's, part of a brand or not yeah to be honest. and but then he's yeah. like now become he's become the go-to guy that oh, all the celebrities yeah. want to go to uh-huh. to have an interview i want to be like i want to be like oprah i guess then you know what i mean mm. like we're like adele's only going to give oprah her time to be interviewed uh-huh. i want to be like that i want to yeah. i want to be this i want to be the person that you you want to be the person that gets sought out yeah mm-hmm. for that thing mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. offer mm-hmm. yeah and you're trying to figure out what that thing is that yeah. you yeah. offer. yeah yeah what do you. you think that you offer yeah like I, for, with oprah i would say um just empathy like you just want to talk to her like mm-hmm. you know she's going to take care of you right right when you're you know embroiled in whatever and you need to set the right. record and lately straight, we've right? been told that she's you know she like ellen or something monique was the one to blast <laughs> her because uh-huh. she used her <sighs> for her personal mm. like uh, she what she said in private that she monique thought she was friends with her uh. and then was put out um to put her family on the show which monique did not want mm-hmm. so it, it was like it's like mm. that whole conversation of there are no ethical billionaires you know, be, it, money changes you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you don't have money, so you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I have to pay taxes. I'll have zero money. <laughs> you're, you're ethical right now. You're fine. Yeah. You're, you're good. <laughs> there's, no, like, tax, <laughs> there's no, like, tax programs, anything like that. You've for got a Seattle no restored. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, got, you know what got to do. To I think with... Blake Lives Matter. That's I make like a whole Blake Lives Matter campaign. And oh, then I, I, w- I was gonna say report your business as a loss. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I've made some money. No, no, no. Uh, but like with all that you put in, mm. that's why you need a really good tax person. Yeah. All the money that you put into mm-hmm. the business, yeah. 
if they account for that, then it's going to look like. Right. I don't mean that as a, I'm not saying, <laughs> see, you took it as a 23-year-old. I'm talking as a 41-year-old that's going to help you out with your finances. Right. I'm not saying you don't make money. I'm saying you need to show in the paper how much you've invested, and then it's you probably financially invested a lot more right. than mm-hmm. what you've been able to bring in. I just want to throw all the money away and then start fresh for <laughs> this year. I don't want to, like, <laughs> uh, like, all these loopholes, like, I guess I could figure out, but I'm just, it's like, what, we're, like, a month away from yeah. having to pay taxes? I'm like... Ugh, it's, oh, God, that reminds I me that we have to do our yeah. taxes yeah. and gather all yeah. our shit. It's I have the like, worst. I have, like, my W-2s from being, like, a DJ, and, mm-hmm. and then I have my own thing for the business. So It's, it's like complicated. A, uh, yeah. The yeah. Probably the... Easiest thing. Fake my death? Huh? Fake Fake my death. Okay, that took a turn. (laughs) I would say hire a tax person. God damn. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) I hope the situation is not that dire. Yeah, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, (laughs) Is that what's been on your (laughs) mind? Faking your own death? Are you okay? Yeah, I I, I think. think, (laughs) Why are kids so dramatic these days? (laughs) You're talking like a Gen Z. Oh, my God. God. That gave me a heart scare. (laughs) Do we have to talk about your mental health? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a very happy glass half full type guy. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, you seem (laughs) that way. Yeah. Yeah. Fake your own death did not come across that way. (laughs) (laughs) You're always smiling, so I can't tell if you're... (laughs) <laughs> you know you're always smiling. Uh, yeah. You're a very smiley person. I guess so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes that um, maybe I can lose calories from that or something. It does know? take. I mean, that was an article that I read. What? I think years ago. The the amount of effort and muscles you use. To <laughs> smile. Oh, there we go. Or, yeah. or smile, smile a, more, laugh more. No, but then there's women and um, they're like, don't smile. Frown oh. lines. Oh gosh. But then there's the guys that are like, you should ironic. smile more. You know. Oh so, like, my <laughs> god, I've had that happen. Oh no. Smile more. Smile I did less, not know more. that yeah. I had resting bitch face. Do you mm-hmm. think that I had you? Uh, <laughs> I think I have resting blank face. <laughs> oh. I don't think no. you do, but <laughs> yeah. You're asking somebody who's been told all her life, smile more, smile Oof. more. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. By you adults, don't have a resting bitch adults, face, though. So. Oh, I have Botox now. Oh! <laughs> See, yeah. now I'm like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> Amazing. Did you think today was going to be this fun? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I, lo- I love your guys' podcast. So I'm you not, are I'm the oh only gosh. person that's probably listened to every single episode. You've <laughs> there had we to. go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you've had to multiple <laughs> times. Our paid biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We love it. We love <laughs> it. Yeah. Because Blake was a paid guest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much, Blake. Yeah. Um, Blake history yeah. month. Blake history. Make Yay. history, Blake. I'm trying. Let's plug Tax your history. Let's that's yes. Right. Let's plug your podcast in your studio before cool. we leave. My podcast is called the Nast Podcast. I interview touring artists, business owners, comedians, and my studio is called Nast Studio. So everything's just under Nast, and I also go by Nast, so keeps everything very well, simple. How yeah, what is Nast, the history of yeah, that? Nast, because yeah. um, I keep wanting history. to say nasty, but yeah, it's a it was an acronym. It's still kind of an acronym. So I had a radio show in high school called called Hottest Hip Hop News and Sneaker Talk. And Amazing. I made it an acronym called Triple H NAS, and then 
Triple H is a wrestler, and no one knew how to pronounce any of it. And so I cut off the H's and made it the Nast podcast. Love so it. Nast is kind of news and sneaker talk, but I don't really know many people that know much about sneakers. Oh, and I don't really cover the news either. Yeah. So it's just like a made-up word at this point. Oh, I love it, yeah. though. Well, so. news can be anything, right? Yeah. News can be like the, the talk, the chatter of yeah. the day. And then... Um, yeah, sneakers. What's the worst sneaker that you could see on a girl that would instantly make? This is a TikTok topic Are you I see all the time. Huge sneaker head. Like if a if a sneak if a girl was wearing a certain type of sneaker, you'd be like, absolutely not. You couldn't date her. No, I'm not that materialistic. Okay. Oh, wow. I have yeah. a lot of shoes, but mm-hmm. I only, actually I don't have that. I have like twenty something. And Blake is single, ladies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. materialistic. It's hard out here. It's hard out, <laughs> is it? But I I need to focus on my studio. Okay, never yeah. mind. He's, Girls he's are expensive, busy. you know. That's like, true. Wow. I was dating someone who was open to doing like the the equal like split mm-hmm. things. But now, <laughs> if you like, I don't want to go on a first date, and if it doesn't go anywhere, I still have to pay for everything. Uh, but that's what I guess that's a given that you're supposed to pay. Like this, the sell s- s- silver. Okay, s- ladies, salary thing, he's not available. <laughs> don't <laughs> unless you want to pay. I'm for trying your to dates. pay. I'm trying to pay for taxes right now. What if a girl takes me <laughs> on a date? Yes, you know if I mean? you yeah. are um, financially, <laughs> <laughs> I have financially. a lot of uh, what's the right word? Uh, potential. That's yeah. what people sh- people should date if me because of my like potential. If you like to invest in a man, <laughs> <laughs> we have, if you he's an investment. He's a an he's a startup. Yeah, yeah, if, a you startup. Wanna, if you want a startup, <laughs> Blake is very available. <laughs> <laughs> More there often, Blake. Yeah. Next time we'll pop the champagne and yes. drink it oh, as yes. we do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, that, everything Nast, Blake Nast, Nast Podcast, Nast Studios. Awesome. Um, go yeah. Nast. Go, yes. go Nast. Well, thank you. You make it so easy for us. We yeah. love yeah. coming here. We love the space. Um, it was yes. destiny because yes, it really yeah. was. My friend's restaurant is right next door, yeah. and I was like, "What are the chances?" I yeah. do. Yeah. Do you believe in signs? Yeah, for sure. Okay, because mm-hmm. I was like, "It's his new space is right next to my friend's restaurant." Yeah, it's meant to be. It was. Yeah, providential. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm liking the area. I've, I'm working with real change. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know yeah. real change. Yeah. So that like clients and myself feel more comfortable like we're working on a, working on a partnership great. right now i think that's wonderful yeah, yeah. and bringing the historic mm-hmm. feeling of mm-hmm. pioneer square back yeah because yeah. pioneer square is not easy for yeah you know, i get messed with all the time and then p- all yeah. these people like see me bringing like flat screen tvs and cameras and they all, see all the high yeah. <laughs> yeah. this one guy's obsessed with me like he freaks out about my hair like if i keep <laughs> it down he tells me to put it up and like i don't know why He's, and, but I saw him like in UPS with his pants down the other day. So I'm like, do I really care? Exactly. If yeah. you're like, like he like freaks out. Like every, it's mm-hmm. been for the past like month. Oh my. And like, put that fucking hair up. I'm like, what, what the heck? Yeah. And then I try to ask him why. And then he just starts talking gibberish. So he doesn't really have an answer. Oh. Mm-hmm. Something about my hair being wet, but I, my hair's not wet. But then He's he'll start clapping. If my hair's in a bun, he'll literally start clapping. So I'm like, I don't. That's. <laughs> At 23, dealing with that? Yeah. How it's like being catcalled by a homeless person. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Oh, this cl- thing? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, you got it. That's about, that's, now you know how we feel. I mean, felt, I don't get those anymore. Now they just ignore me. <laughs> that's one advantage of, of age, okay? Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, that crazy. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did <laughs> We did it! Yay! Woo!
Thank you. Of we course. can say 응답하라. Yachi. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. guys.